0: Hey guys hey what's up Clayton and Will here we're gonna do a little interview
1: it's gonna be sweet so basically we're here talking about what undialed is and like basically the with the roots of what undialed stands for and what it means and everything so we're gonna start off by talking about the lit logo basically the the lit logo was is the the, the graphic for undialed it's not a separate brand it's not a separate anything it's literally just like the logo for undialed they have envy scooters there's a picture of like a leaf or they have uh, you, you guys don't get what I'm saying it's just it's just like the, the graphic for undialed and basically the whole idea behind it is I wanted to make a graphic that wasn't just a graphic saying hey this is a scooter brand go buy product I wanted to have a logo that was basically like a symbol or or like something that people could get tattooed, they could get they would want to just represent because when somebody comes to them and asks like, oh, what does this mean? It's like, oh, I'm a scooter rider. Like like it's it's not just like a brand thing. It's like it's like a lifestyle like like oh yeah, I'm lit and I ride a scooter. Like that that's like the whole idea behind it. It's it's just like a it's just like a graphic it's like it's if you guys have seen like the graphic this is like love with a BMX bike it's just like it's showing that you love BMX and I feel like that was the whole idea behind like the lit logo is basically encapsulating a graphic that isn't screaming by our clothing is screaming like like we want to be scooter riders and we're united as scooter riders and like this is like the scooter graphic that everyone can kind of recognize the scootering's tight yeah. and it's lit exactly and it's lit exactly who came up with the illustration if you I want to be
2: asking really yeah. did you just sketch it out by hand yeah. that's even more organic and like awesome when you don't even have to put that yeah. much on it you don't need a designer it's just straight like I got this I've that's done great. every design for though. that's yeah. awesome good it's product. also funny
0: because that's like the kind of what happened with the name because we were just like doing manuals in a mm-hmm. parking lot and we we're like oh yeah we need to start a YouTube like like what should we do like I want to have like a brand and stuff like that and um, like, that will be lit yeah exactly so, exactly so we we're like so, how, how can we go about, like, having a name that's not, like, blah, blah, Scooter, mm-hmm. you know, or, like, Scooter or something?
1: We just, like, I don't know. Because, just, c- because basically, Undialed, before it was Undialed, we could have called the YouTube channel, we could have called the brand C&W, Clayton & Willie. We could have called it Willie & Clayton, we could have called it Willie Wilton you know there's plenty like of, over this. There's, yeah there's plenty of things that we could have called it and the original thing oh, I that no that wanted to <laughs> that that sparked my like interest in like doing a thing called Undialed is there was this uh, forum page back in the day called the Strip Clamp that was basically like the onion the newspaper that's just that was kind of just a like every story was just kind of a joke and I, I really liked that because it kind of put a little bit of sense of humor. Like, nobody wants a stripped clamp. And basically, that's when the bolt's within the Allen key strip. Mm-hmm. It's like, then your clamp is unusable. And I thought, like, what's something that everyone, like, like what's a word in scootering that everyone knows but isn't actually a word? And it's like, oh, your big kid goes to the skate park and talks about how dialed their scooter is. And it's like... When your scooter isn't dialed, they don't say "Oh, my scooter is not dialed." They say "My scooter is undialed." But "undialed" isn't actually a word, but every scooter yeah. rider knows it. So it's it's just kind of like a it's like a it's like a scooter term that that only scooter riders would know. And if you're not a scooter rider, you still haven't know how to pronounce it. Like when you look at the word "undialed," you're not like "undilid." Is that what is that what it means? It's not like I think it's, some people might. It's do like that. it's like if have you, have you guys <laughs> have watched those you,
2: people aren't for you, man. Like yeah, I, I do hey, that. As well. Yeah, true. When people do that I'm like just this wasn't a sale yeah no, was, you're like come on here <laughs>
1: it's like if you guys have watched the episode of the office when they got bought by this company called Sabre uh-huh. they thought it was Sabre and it was j- just because it was spelled so funny and I thought like we need to have a word that's very easily like like written and the original name front dialed before it was undialed, we we're gonna call it like the de-hubbed wheel because no one wants their wheels de-hubbed but everyone knows what that means you know and it's just like well that's that's kind of specific because we're not really a wheel company you know yeah. it, we need to have like a term that means like yeah that just something that scooter riders can completely understand
2: it's kind of silly you can't like get too specific because then it confuses the consumer so exactly. it's like really hard to find that neutral word that it, like simple. describes it's simplistic yeah. it's memorable but it also fits yeah it's very brand with a similar name It's very well layered <laughs> it took some time So, that's pretty crazy. Like, tour-wise, I know you guys are doing the tour right now. Like, what's the next step or what's coming up for
1: you guys? So, basically, we have, uh, we're going to finish up our USA tour right now. And then we're going to... SD12. SD12. And then Sweden the day
0: after SD. What are those next stops on the US tour? So, after this one, we're going to Clayton's hometown. We're going to Amarillo. And then after Amarillo, we're going to Denver, uh, Salt Lake City, and Reno... And then San Francisco. And what stop is this one you guys run? This is Allen. Yeah, we're going Allen and Inward Scooters.
1: Make sure you guys come out tomorrow. It's yeah, you don't want to miss out.
0: We're gonna have free stickers. Come on, <laughs> we got merch and we can give you a free shirt. Just give us twenty bucks and we'll give you a free shirt. But, easy, if you, easy. but if you don't have
1: twenty bucks and you want something for free, ooh, we got something for you.
0: Oh, oh, but you'll have to come and find out. It's easy. You can get a full arm of it. You can get a full face, neck. You can look like a rapper, like a SoundCloud rapper.
1: Easy. You, you want a face tattoo? Well, we got the ink for you. We can make it happen.
2: I but, like that, but the appropriate temporary ink. Exactly.
0: <laughs> it's even it's even better.
1: But but basically, once we finish up um, the USA Tour and we do uh, SD, which is basically a huge competition in San Diego, it's one of the oldest. Basically this one's called SD12. And it's because it's the 12th one the 12th consecutive year which is I think is the on- longest ongoing consistent scooter competition ever yeah it's like 12. the biggest in America yeah which it's is huge which is re- which is really cool and it used to be around Christmas time but then it got rained out one year and they're like why are we doing this in the winter let's do it in the summer so now it's in the summertime but um so we're gonna do that and then immediately after that we're going to me and Clayton we're both doing a camp in Sweden um, so that's gonna be a lot of fun near Stockholm and then after after that, we're both going to Amsterdam for a few days. And then af- and then after that, Clayton flies back home. He's gonna start training for the big event of the the century. Natural games. And I'm gonna be going to England for a week. Talk about some special district stuff. And uh, also, I'm gonna be going to Singapore and potentially Japan. So. Well, yeah, it's gonna be a good time.
2: What's the culture like over there compared to like it is here in America? Because I see you guys like mobbing the streets, crazy, in some of your. Can you mean like com- scooter wise or just yeah, like the scooter wise. In my general? bad. Yeah, scooter wise.
0: I, I feel like the culture in I, actually no, I think the European culture as a whole is like way more like family oriented rather than I feel like in America it's kind of like like families don't really get together all that much like they do but not how it is in Europe because Europe it's like. They have town squares, and that's where everyone goes. That's where all the food is. That's where, like, everything happens, you know? But here, it's, like, everything's so spread out. and
2: yeah, I, could, I yeah. could even see that, because, um, honestly, I, <laughs> I couldn't really peg it like that, but it makes sense, because I feel like here they drop their kids off at the skate park, and, like, that's that. Exactly. But over there, it's, like, everybody's hanging out, riding together, yeah, and it's a exactly. real family environment.
1: Yeah, I feel like also kind of, Europe to America as well is, like, in Europe, it's, it's basically it's, – a collection of several different countries but when you think of north america it's just basically canada and the united states and it's like within all of those countries in europe there's their own separate little scooter communities mm-hmm. that all kind of like 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 compete with each other to be the best in one country or whatnot but in america it's a little bit different it's kind of since it's one giant country basically the size of europe it's like it's like we don't really have like california's best but they would have like like uh, England's best you know like that that's very common over there so yeah that's awesome and yeah I, that makes sense I heard you guys so you're saying you got some stuff kind
2: of in the mind work wise for Asia as well is that pretty different than the Europe scene I've personally
1: never been to Asia so really that's what I'm going to yeah, find same. out I thought you
2: guys both had some seriously stamped passports
1: the way you were oh, like, no, no, dropping no, we countries
2: out there I was like dang he did really know the world
1: you know, yeah, we mean, went in the last year we've been to like 28 countries that's awesome mm-hmm. what's your favorite one
2: or, like, the most fun, like, just in general. My, like you my, went there and you left a changed person. Because, like, when we travel sometimes, like, dude, this trip, like, benefited me as a person. Like, yeah. I learned something different about myself or
1: something yeah. like that. My personal favorite country in the entire world is definitely the Netherlands. I yeah. I really, really enjoy Amsterdam. I just think it's, like, a very culturally cool place. There's a lot of spots everywhere. They have the great indoor skate parks. One of my scooter sponsors is based out of there. Shout out to Eagle. Um, I, and then I... Yeah, I just I've always had just a great time there. The people are super nice. English is like the second language there, so you can talk to anyone. Um, the modern design there as well. Like I'm a very I'm very into like aesthetics and designs and like architecture and stuff like that. So I feel like like the buildings and everything are very very high tech. Like Clint can tell you, like yeah. we would, we we saw some crazy stuff over there. So yeah. that's my favorite place. But I think for me, it's hard to
0: put a favorite on because we also went to Europe when it was like midwinter so I feel like we all also like we got to see a, a lot of like very good culture like when we were in Amsterdam we were there during Christmas and it was like the coolest thing you know like they have like little festivals they have like rides there's like people out there just cooking food for everyone like it's it's like way different than it is here I think it's I don't know
2: I guess yeah, definitely I feel like anytime they're serving food outside it like makes it a lot more of a fun environment. Like you're going to like indoor fast food, indoor fast food and then you're sweating balls as soon as you walk outside. How does how did you guys really get into like the the kick like the, the finger decks? Oh, that's all Will. Really? Yeah. Okay. okay. I thought both of y'all were working on the indoor where you were building like this. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. We're yeah. Well,
0: he got me into it because okay. on our Europe trip. We're the watching.
2: Tech Deck. I don't know why I gapped on that oh, first. Right. Fingerboard. I'm sorry. Tech Deck is a brand. That's all right, true. All right. That's so different. That's let different. Me, <laughs> different. Let me explain. Homie's like, dude, new guy.
1: Let me explain the figureboards <laughs> like, mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 because I feel like for a lot of people, they're like, Will, you're a scooter rider and you ride fingerboards, you just wish you were a skateboarder, but, like, that's actually not the case at all. Like, the way I got into fingerboarding was actually pretty funny. I was in a summer camp when I was, I think I was in fifth grade. It was, like, the summer going to fifth to sixth grade, and I was in a, a YMCA summer camp. And I actually met, my like, one of my best friends at the time. His name was Keelan. And, like, the first initial week that we started the camp, we had, like, a skate week, and I at the time I skateboarded. So we would just, like, bring our skateboards to every day and we'd go to like various skate parks around the Denver area that's where I used to live at the time and then once that week ended we were still in the camp together but it was it was like rock climbing week and we were like rock climbing is cool but like we want to we want to skate and the only thing that we could do was buy these like little finger skateboards and like play with them and trade with them and then eventually once we got a few of them more kids at the camp started getting them and then it was kind of just this like black market of training fingerboards and stuff like that and that's initially how I, we got into it. And then from there, we realized, and they were just plastic at the time, we realized, oh, if you hold a lighter up to the tail, you can bend it up a little bit and make it a little bit better. So then we're like, okay, this is kind of cool. And then right as that was happening, all these companies started to make these like really high-end fingerboards. And we were like, whoa, 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 what is this? Like This is this is crazy. And then me and him, we started like a YouTube channel back in the day about, and it was called Yellow Cat FB, and it was basically this this like this fingerboard this fingerboard channel and like me and my friend we both got sponsored for fingerboarding like way way long ago and it was just kind of this like this thing and then I don't know I'm a very fidgety person I always like to just be like doing something with my hands or doing something and fingerboarding was kind of like the perfect outlet for that because I mean besides from driving my dad insane with the noise of it I would, I, would, I would be able to just to like be in my room and not actively be staring at a screen or something like that and actually like improving like Improving like my my motor skills and like my hand-eye coordination everything with just like a little little toy and then I guess like I really just never got out of it and then and Then like when I started to go to all these countries when I started traveling to Europe That's where all those crazy fingerboard companies were based out of and like I'm, I didn't just lose that passion for it. like I was still interested and I still had like, as a kid I was still very like keen to it like I, I don't know I, I had to like check it out so then we went to these fingerboard stores I was like, oh, well, we're here. Let's might as well film a video here. So he filmed, like, a walkthrough and everything. And I just, I just, yeah.
2: Was that the Germany location?
1: Yeah, it was Germany location, Portugal location. And then from there, I basically just got, like, got him into fingerboarding. He started to see, like, the culture of it. And basically, fingerboarding is, like, a miniaturized scootering scene. There's people that are very into it. It's their only thing that they do. And And then there's some people that are... They like a lot of them skateboard and stuff like that, but it's like if you fingerboard and you meet another fingerboard, you're like instantly friends. Like it's just this like cool like mutual friendship. And I don't know, I met a lot of people through that. And at this point, I got a signature fingerboard by like my dream company that I look forward to. And like I have no reason to stop. Like it's fun. Yeah. I I enjoy it. I'm decently good at it. Like well, yeah.
2: The culture is very serious because when I first was watching the video you guys put out where like you were just walking in the front of the shop, I was like that's pretty legit. Yeah. And then you saw some of the, like the skate. They're very aesthetically pleasing. If you're oh, yeah. into architecture, it's like nuts to see that scalable. It's like purpose, but art. And then yeah. you started going through the back ones, and you like started going through some of those galleries where they had like gnarly long ones, or like you. I think it was a different video. You like got in the center one. It was like three sixty. Like okay, yeah. this is next
0: level.
1: No, and that was the other thing as well. Is, like I love building stuff. When I was a kid, my favorite thing to do was build with Legos and stuff like that. Yes, and you then it, yeah, <laughs> and then. And then after a while, I realized, wow, I can start making skate parks out of cereal boxes. And I would cut up, like, cardboard cereal boxes, literally make quarter pipes, make boxes, make everything, and make my own personal skate park on my, like, desk, you know? And it's like, where else would I have the ability to do that besides from, like, a video game? Like, that was, like, my my favorite thing about it. I love designing stuff. I love, like, the making ideas. And, like, the only way you can really test a skate park as, like, a kid is to make a fingerboard skate park and just kind of, like, see how things would flow. And, like, I don't know. It was just it was just besides from actually the action of fingerboarding building the skate parks thinking about obstacles was very very fun for me yeah we built a skate park it was so crazy cuz yeah. we, we got to like
0: literally make our own park like i mean like you go to skate parks all the time and it's like like you wish certain obstacles were like and you know what i mean just and how you envisioned it in exactly. your mind yeah and so this way we literally just could build absolutely whatever we wanted so and that
2: was when y'all did the cement one
1: in right. house Oh, that was pretty
2: crazy yeah so is that hard mounted to the table then yeah, oh, yeah. That, Dude, that is dedication. moving man.
1: That table waste. But the funny thing is, is like we brought the table in without the skate park. We brought the concrete in without the table. Now the concrete and the table are mixed. How we're getting out of the apartment, I have no Can you take clues. like the legs off of it yeah.
2: and then like go? Yeah. But,
0: but <laughs>
1: the thing, the thing is, is, is I feel like if we did that, it might just
0: like off oh, yeah But I mean, we don't know until we try it, right? You like get a
2: big roll of like cellophane, just like yeah. wrap that <laughs> yeah, thing together. Yeah, I think that's the only way to. Do yeah. it. What yeah. floor of the apartments are you on? Second. Oh, Second. Wow, yeah. well, that makes everything you Go through a sketchy. skinny yeah. staircase,
3: <laughs> Go down.
1: Like, oh, but that thing probably weighs like. 200, 300 pounds. Really? Yeah. Like, yeah.
0: And it's it's on like it's so it's actually kind of sketchy. It's on like these two like really skinny boards uh-huh. on each side, and I I just feel like we just hit it just right. It's just it's gonna, just gonna boom, collapse. Boom! Go through the floor. Our downstairs neighbor's gonna be <laughs> all so mad. mad.
2: You see an Italian job where they drop the safe. Yeah, though? yeah. Floors <laughs> oh, like <laughs> <they drop. laughs>
0: you look down. You see a skate
2: your little skate park down there. <laughs> yeah. Like oh my bad. It <laughs> hey, wasn't me, bro. Sorry. Yeah.
3: Right.
2: <laughs> Is your apartment complex pretty cool with everything?
0: I mean, we spray paint outside, okay. and we've had a neighbor text us before, here, here, like there's people vandalizing, like yeah, oh what's going gosh. on,
1: blah blah blah. And we and had how is that? Here? I don't know. So so like we were on our balcony, spray painting scooter parts, uh-huh. and I guess one of the neighbors thought we were vandals in the middle of the courtyard of our apartment, like spray painting a wall or something. So they called the police. We had been inside by that point. We had no idea, but I guess the police came, and yeah, I mean the thing the thing with the apartment is like. I think there's, like, one or two people every month that walk, walk around and, like, inspect something. We got, like, a violation for hanging a towel over the balcony. But yet, we, like, we like basically, like, we, we have this, like, inflatable, like, car dealership, like, guy. We put that on our roof, and we were like dancing around with it. We've done yeah, that was, so many that was, things. I love that thing. I think that's awesome. Yeah, His so, name's Randy. Yeah, that's Randy. He's part of the crew. Oh, yeah. And he's the bro. <laughs> Did, Did you just order that him? online?
0: Yeah.
2: Oh, and Mandy's the female? That makes sense now. I feel like I'm a p i am like I've seen it's this. Exactly I used to have the now. name.
0: Oh yeah, they're dating now. They're they're polar airship. Sure. Yeah, was, yeah. <laughs> they're both
2: airheads. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I did enjoy it that. When I saw Mandy, the car video y'all did was pretty hilarious too. Where one? you guys were showing off your rides. Oh yeah. Uh, Dude, yeah. that was pretty funny. I still think my favorite was uh where you were like kind of making fun of the guy at the skateboard. Hey, skate park with the penny board hating on the guy with the scooter because like that's so fucking true on so many platforms (laughs) but with the the car thing that was was honestly well done just about lounging oh dude you had your arm like out the back window the, the auto start you gotta flip the keys hit the heater twice <laughs> <laughs> I was like I, we all got self start <laughs> exactly <laughs> right. it, it is self start you just right. gotta turn the key <laughs> yeah. well it's first you turn then you gotta double tap yeah <laughs> <laughs> so are y'all was it in the Honda the, the Hyundai I mean like the little hatchback is that where you're touring in yep yeah. that's awesome we
0: got some like magnets on the side too yeah. undialed has like, like all our Instagram stuff on that's, that's cool. is that what's outside right now the uh tour yeah bus? it's like way over there oh, okay. cause that was the only place we could park then we had to ride our scooters over
2: here. <laughs> That's why y'all brought the scooters in the yeah. office? I just thought that like came hey, everywhere you went, but that makes sense
0: now. I mean, that too. Yeah, it, it, It's like part of us. It's like your wallet. You can't leave your house without your
1: scooter.
2: That makes sense. Yeah, like it.
1: if I don't have my scooter with me, it feels weird. I'm like, yeah. like what At if what I point? see something crazy right Can now? Can y'all do
2: like that Derek Zoolander where he like flips the scooter over his back and then puts it in the backpack? You ever seen a movie Zoolander? Probably. I Probably. You but think ex- I'm an amateur? But... but. <laughs>
0: But hey, it's like at the airport. Every time we go to the airport, they're like, does it fold? And you're like, no. And they just, like, it's like a mind, like, it just mind boggles them, man. It's like an explosion of their brain.
2: I think TSA just has limited brain power. And, like, any oh, time, yeah. <laughs> any oh, time yeah. you show them some new territory, they're like,
0: Well, it's like they must have seen it somewhere, <laughs> you know? Like, there was one lady, and I, like, put my scooter on the, like, conveyor belt. And she's like, um, is this a bike? It's like, no, it's a scooter. She's like, oh, well, last time there was a bike, and it caused, like, so many problems, blah, 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 people, especially in Europe, people had no idea what to do, like, it was, it was ridiculous. Oh, I
2: thought TSA was just, like, an American thing, that's, that's, uh, it's everywhere,
0: I feel like it's worse in Europe, like, they're just so anal about it, yeah, it's crazy. Dude, I
2: was going through, like, JFK, or, like, up in the East Coast, dude, they're brutal, like, getting through there, you like, you just keep your head down and shut up, like, you don't say anything, they're, like, yelling at you,
0: shoes off!
1: Are you not listening? Are you not listening? listening? Yeah. Are you stupid?
2: Yeah. Sorry, I was trying to text my mom. My
1: my favorite thing is when they literally point to the welds on the scooter and like, can this fold? I'm like, when have you ever seen a weld be able to fold? Like, (laughs) I had a guy
0: and he was like, does it fold? I was like, no. And he's like, are you sure? I was like, like, bro, you (laughs) can try. And he sat there for like five minutes trying to like fold it. And I was like, bro, it's not going to happen. Am I going to break it? I was like, hey. Probably not. Like, like I jumped down it?
2: sets of stairs on that thing. Yeah, exactly. I think you're fine.
1: Exactly. Like, I don't know.
2: So they put it through the machine or what? I
0: think so. Or they
2: get like a. They uh, get a the background
1: check. They like. Yeah. yeah. But something that we want to do as soon as like, build like a, an easy way to get through security with the scooter. Like, how is that coming done. soon? Coming soon. Stay. Stay.
3: by, by the way, guys, someone just said on here. I thought you guys would appreciate this. It says hmm. white trash Willy question mark more like white trash cutie. Oh. oh.
1: Oh yeah. yeah, I was. That was
3: I'm, kale, kale brew. Heck
2: yeah. So, that a guy or a girl? I doesn't matter. matter? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think we like both locked eyes <laughs> and like, does it matter though." Not you just got a compliment.
3: So, if, if you guys have you know any questions at all, be sure to
0: ask away. Yes, yeah.
2: it's a great opportunity to ask. We'll your filter favorite.
3: out the, the best ones,
0: and we might even answer the bad ones. So, ask some bad what? questions. you guys you
1: know? got any questions for us?
0: Oh, hey, we can go live with someone.
1: Nah. Nah? Right. We should just see it. Sorry, guys. I Hol- tried. Hola. Como estas? Try to get you guys involved. got that international following right now. Yeah, exactly. People are, you guys comment something besides emojis.
3: Yeah. yeah like questions. Oh, actually, is an Miller, emoji a question? Miller Time 882 wants to know, is there anything else to do on the tour besides skittering? I broke my collarbone and can't ride.
0: Figureboard. Well. Oh, very true.
1: No, uh, <laughs> it's safe. <laughs> like, okay, if, if well, you can get a splinter, you can get a few splinters. <laughs> if I if I can't, okay. So here's here's what I think about scootering. Scootering is a very broad thing. There's there's scootering, and then there's everything around scootering. So you could you if you're like broke off from scootering, you can always still like involve yourself in the community. You can always like teach yourself how to do things on Photoshop and make cool content you can always and hashtag and dog when you post it. exactly you can always you can always reach out to brands and do some sort of thing with scooter like if you're if you're hurt in scootering you have no excuse not to be doing stuff in scootering because you there, there's there's so many possible things that people just haven't done yet there's like like the things that are the things that have been done in scootering is is like 1% of everything that's capable and possible that can happen in scootering so it's like Find these new outlets, find these new areas that you could potentially put your your mindset that you would try and a trick into, but try it into something else.
2: To be optimistic and not like obviously getting hurt, that sucks. That's definitely unfortunate, but I feel like it gives you a good opportunity to kinda of take a step back and still learn something else about oh, your passion. Yeah. Like you had said editing content and reaching out to brands, it's like if you're ripping it out at the park every day, you really don't get the opportunity to kinda of take a step back and appreciate the guys that are killing it or the guys yeah. that are, you know, innovating
1: in that sport. Also another thing to work on too is work on your mindset is because when you're, like, working on tricks and stuff like that, it's very, I was talking to my friend Chris Ferris about this. And he was, he's he's very, he's a very meditational and, like, uh, he's a very wise person. And and one thing is that he's, like, really, he's really trying to figure out is to, he's trying to figure out the pristine mindset to ride in. And I feel like tempering your mind and training your mind, if you get through that, like, hard struggle of getting hurt and everything, if you can train your mind to, like, Think, of, like, think about the, ne- like, the next level or think about what's going to happen next. That can really condition yourself to become an, even a better scooter rider after that. If you get hurt, suppose your leg breaks. Every other part of your body is going to be healing up and resting. So when you do go back into scootering, all your, although your leg might be a little bit hurt, you'll be able to like just become like, I don't know, you'll just be like 100% again, like besides from your leg, <laughs> if that well, makes sense. Exactly. Like when I separated my shoulder, I like... I was out
0: for about two months at the time. I like it was really bumming because I was in Barcelona and then nitro games, and I couldn't compete either. But it kind of helped me, like really, exactly like what exactly like what Will said. Like I, I got to take a step back, think about what I wanted to do, my riding and everything. And I feel like it's actually really healthy instead of like trying to go out and ride all day, every day, and trying to progress as much as possible. But like at the same time, you also need to like take time with yourself and your brain. And yeah, so.
3: All right, so um, we got another question over here from Ellie Official Ooh. and he wants. To, do you guys know that is? yeah alright they want to know if you would ever make a signature part together or if you would make an undialled scooter parts
0: oh well stay tuned stay tuned stay tuned that's all we're going to say stay tuned Ellie Ellie <laughs> how soon can <laughs> we expect something um that's i not confidential that's how about how about this this is all we'll say Black Friday. Black Friday sale on Dial Yeah. Be prepared. Sit. Get all. Get all the. Actually, it's kind of like a first come first serve. So. Better hurry.
3: Brad Klausing wants to know what were your locals when you were younger.
0: Amarillo, Texas. John Stiff Skate Park. We're gonna be there.
1: Two days. Come through. My local skate park that I first initially ever started riding i used to live in denver colorado that's where i got into scootering so it'd be either Green Ridge village skate park or it'd be denver skate park but i didn't scooter there for that long my real local that i consider my like local local was this uh skate park in pleasanton california in the bay area called val vista skate park um i went there pretty much every single day to like progress my scootering but like my actual my actual local was called castor valley skate park and uh it's that not one, much of a look. That is not a great skate park, so I always <laughs> went to the other one. Yeah,
0: which will be at Val Vista on the 27th. Yep. So cool. all the information is on our Instagram story highlights, so it's all there. Easy peasy.
3: Reed12XX wants to know, what inspired you to a scooter?
0: Ooh. Well, I've kind of like... Okay, so with all my friends, when I used to live in Amarillo, we used to like ride, ride dirt bikes, skate, longboard. We literally did everything. Wakeboard. Uh, mountain bike dirt bike literally everything you can think of we did and uh, we even invented sports like grass skating you just like get a skateboard wax the bottom of it and get a wakeboard rope behind a four-wheeler and just go as fast as possible and hit rails in the in, in your yard it's kind of sketchy I landed on a cactus or two but hey hey, it, 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 really it's, it's all on good yeah, exactly yeah. exactly but um, I think I've kind of always been into action sports like I've always been really I don't know I've been i like I've gotten a lot of my influence, I, I can't talk right now, but basically Travis Destrano was like my role model, and I basically wanted to be like him, and I found Scootering, and I just have been in love with it ever since, but I also enjoy doing everything else, because it's, why not?
1: So, so how I got into Scootering was actually a pretty funny story. Um, so at the time, I had this friend named Keelan, and he would come over I would either go over to his his house every weekend or he'd come over to mine. It was just like we would always be hanging out with each other and spending the night at each other's houses and whatnot. Anyway, we got these like we got really into these like skateboards that had like longboard wheels on them, but they weren't longboards. They were just like cruiser boards that we would mob around on. And anyway we were like, Alright, well we're gonna go ride around this block as fast as we can. We were riding and my and my friend Keelan got these speed wobbles on his skateboard and had to jump off. And it, and as it was rolling away of course a van comes and runs over a skateboard and we're like ah no like you don't have a skateboard now like what are we going to do so we're like we like have the dreaded walk back to the house with his he had both the trucks in his hands like it was it was, it was so bumming we get to my garage and we're like all right well what are we going to do and i was like well i got these scooters you just want <laughs> to try them and he's like oh i guess so why not so then we spent then as soon as we pick him up until like i swear like nine o'clock at night we were just mobbing these scooters thinking that we were inventing tricks just having a blast. And then uh, the next time that he came over, he got to hit a new skateboard by that point. But we were still only riding the scooters and then finally and it was it was only my scooter. So then finally he was like, "I'm going to buy my own scooter." And I was like, and I had some I had really bad scooters at the time. Like the worst fold-ups of the world. If you guys watch my edits, the literally the, the scooter that do that jump in the very first clip. That's how bad it was. But anyway, he was like he was like, "Oh, I'm gonna go buy like this really this like nicer scooter." But like compared to scooters now, it wasn't nice. And, and he got that nice scooter, and I was like, "Dude, I'm jealous. I'm gonna buy a scooter, but it's gonna be a little bit better." So then I bought the little bit better of a scooter, which is a Razor Ultra Pro. And then he he saw my scooter. and He's like, "Well, I want that one too." So then he bought a Razor Ultra Pro, and then we started just like pretty much only scootering, But we'd always bring our skateboards to the skate park because we just like we did we didn't know, you know what I mean, like it was just it was just something we did with skateboarding and then it finally got to the point where we'd go to go to the skate park with our parents the skateboards would be in the car the entire time and we would only scooter and they were like why are we skateboarding if we if we like are choosing to scooter 10 out of 10 times so then it was just kind of like I don't know at first it was just a joke and I guess the joke just never ended
2: <laughs> it's obviously worked out where there wasn't for that van knocking that skateboard over for real right. changed his life
3: you know I we'll t- got another question for you twin boy Logan asks where did the inspiration for your new edit come from? It's pretty impressive.
1: So, so basically, the inspiration for my new edit was a long, very thought-out process of just like creating an edit where you don't know what's going to happen next. I feel like too often an edit is this. It's a turns from a black screen into like whatever is playing and then a scooter rider goes down a hill bomb, their name comes up clips one song ender credits over i feel like that's every single scooter video like ever so for mine i was like all right well i need to i need to make a video that that is that is that somebody that doesn't scooter could keep their attention for like a long period of time just like i, I don't know i've had a lot of practice with like instagram clips i've made hundreds of instagram clips so i took everything that i've learned from those all my trials and errors from those and i took every little best and piece part out of my like instagram clips that i like enjoyed and liked i picked songs that were like very meaningful to me that that inspired me to do what i did Um, if you guys have ever watched like loiter squad like tyler creators tv show he has a lot of these like weird transitions and stuff like that or if you guys have watched uh adult swim after hours there's just like this really trippy trippy stuff and I was just, like, really, really enjoyed that. Like, I feel like you can really keep somebody's attention if they're not really sure what they're looking at and they're trying to figure it out because they're like, wait a second, what, what am I watching? And it changes and, to something else. And then it just quickly changes to something, and you're like, wait, wait, I don't even know what just happened before. What just happened now? So I wanted to, like, do that. But I also wanted to have, like, my best scootering clips I could possibly put into it. So it's, like, a combination of just, like, these like this really like kind of weird and abstract to edit with great scooter clips. I've never seen that done, so that's what I wanted to do for my edit.
3: All right, now um, All we got Ellie official back again. Oh, hey, Ellie. And he wants to know: Does she. Clayton? She? Oh, she. Yeah. You know, like, she wants to know: Does Clayton have a soul?
0: I don't. Gingers don't have souls. Come wow, on, Every, for the everyone heart. knows this. What yeah. heart? I'm a ginger. They, there you you go. said it, not me. Hey. Uh, it's a constant joke. Living as a ginger is rough, so you gotta accept the flaws. <laughs>
3: now, here's a question from both you guys from Appleman Jr. Have either of you ever gotten in a fight with a skater?
0: Mm. <laughs> Disclosed
3: information. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> He's had that the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: we'll I need back. a pocket dump, really, like finger decks, kids' glasses, yeah. <laughs>
2: What did all of you guys Honestly, say? He's,
0: gonna, he's gonna pull out flowers, <laughs> who knows? Dude, honestly, i yeah. Anything can come out. Dude, hey, look at this. No shame. The
2: other day, I went through security and, like, I pulled my phone and keys out, and I'm not, I'd never carry a fidget spinner. Somehow I had a fidget spinner in my pocket. And he, like, kept wanting me. I was like, You're not gonna believe this. Yeah, it's not, it's not a weapon, it's a fidget spinner. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's yeah, like, Get that what out What are you here? hiding? Like, and that's uh, how we got the <laughs>
3: no fly list. Really? Oh, shit. Now, here's a question Grant Holdorf6 wants to know Hello, Grant. He he's curious. Do you guys think our Willie will win the X Games? But oh yeah, my my question, to you guys, is what are your guys' thoughts with you know Ryan Williams being in the X Games, a scooter rider that is also on BMX bikes now? What what is you guys' take on all that?
0: So, my opinion, I think Ryan is like exactly what Travis Pastrana said. If you guys have seen the Travis Pastrana interview, The greatest action sports athlete. Of all exactly, season. he said that Ryan Williams is one of the greatest athletes all, that ever set foot on. Really anything, And I agree with that. I think Ryan is, like, just a talented dude, and he's not scared of much. And I know he's taking this very seriously, and I think it's sick that he is a scooter rider, and the reason why he rides bikes is because he was getting so much crap from all the Nitro guys and was like, all right, I'll just ride a bike. And now look at him. He's, like, one of the greatest, like, BMX riders on earth. I've been at skate parks where people are like, oh, dude, that ride Williams guy, blah, 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 like... All he does is flips I'm like yeah but like you're not doing it because I know you're jealous and I know that's why
1: you're your you're butt hurt but I feel like I, don't know. I feel like Ryan is such a great athlete because he, in person as well. and person he is he's a very very great dude I feel like the reason that he's such a great athlete is because he's learned all of the muscle memory on a scooter and he took an approach that no other biker has ever taken which is learning it kind of like a scooter's like a small bike. So it's like he learned it small scale and then he took it to the like a little bit bigger of a scale instead of just jumping into the big thing. So it's like for example, he front flips a bike unlike any other biker. Like he front flips it like a scooter. And he was also the first one to do a triple front flip on a on a scooter. So it's and he like he did it so fast. So it's like he's kind of just like pushed it. I don't know. I think scooter scooter ride
0: even look at Jeremy Millot or Brandon Lupost. Both those guys Rode scooters before they biked. And Look now Romet Salik. Oh, Romet Salik, yes. Like he, he rides bikes. He's sponsored by Etney's, and he rides scooters. And it's like, I don't know. I think scooter riding brings out the best athletes because it's the best of both worlds. It's like you can start scootering and you can really go to anything because you have the balance, you have the like technique. And I don't know. I think the scooter riders are the best athletes in the world. This is my opinion. And
2: Spencer, you're talking shit right now. Yeah. Hey, you know, I, <laughs> yeah, Spencer. I,
3: I, can't, I, can't, I can't argue that. You know, I, I see a lot of talent and a lot of drive and ambition. You know, those kids, where a lot of the bikers and skaters and stuff don't exactly come out in the heat, man. You know, yeah. I don't know if it's because the kids are younger or what, but they're out there in this Texas heat, 107 degrees, dying out there. And they're not hanging out in the pro shop to cool off. They're just out there riding the whole time. So there's some sort of dedication and drive there that you can't argue. Also, so, this man. is
0: something we will talk about a lot is, like, scooter riders I feel like are, actually, you say this the best way, how, like, here I think you know what I'm trying to say.
1: I feel like, like, okay. I feel like scooter riders are, are, like, the most down to earth or, like, the most, like, cool people in action sports because of one reason. Not, and I, and what I mean by that is, like, I don't want you to take that the wrong way and say that, like, there's not cool skateboarders, not there's cool bikers, they're not cool motorcycle riders. That's not what I'm trying to say. But the thing about scootering that makes scootering so unique is there's no one in the entire world that scooters to be cool and that's like that's something that's very interesting about scootering is like you don't walk into a, a place with your scooter and people be like oh dude you're that your scooter wow like like i don't know you, you don't go into like the mall and buy scooter clothes like if you scooter and you support scootering it's because you actually love scootering and I think that's made such a strong community because it's like like that that bond of friendship between kids, like if a kid meets another kid through scootering, they're going to have that bond because it's like they're not friends with each other to be cool with each other. They're friends with each other because they share the same passion. And I feel like too often in scootering, I mean not in scootering, I feel like too often in skateboarding, kids like will go to Zoomies and buy a skateboard, buy a whole skateboard outfit and be like, well, I'm cool now. And it's like, you don't get that in scootering. The only way you can be cool in scootering is by proving yourself and actually putting in work. And that's like that's very difficult. Like like I said, no one scooters to be cool. And like if you do scooter to be cool, like you shouldn't be scootering. Like you should scooter because you love it. And I feel like, yeah, like that that's what make that defines scootering from anything else. And I feel like something else beyond that is like when skateboarding first started, way, way, way back in the day, skateboarders got a lot of hate for skateboarding and I feel like skateboarders Got a lot of heat for it as well, and I I think now since society's accepted it and and everything, it's like the skateboarders don't really have that drive to like prove themselves anymore. But if you look at the skateboarders back from the seventies, they weren't the cool kids; they weren't anything. So it kind of inspired the incredible in them. It made them want to become what the, what their vision actually was, and they, it it wasn't it wasn't because they wanted to be these cool skater guys. I mean, they are now, but but initially it was never about that. And I feel like. I feel like what's happening now in this current day is like we're getting the hate for scootering, but it's like, but it's like we it's inspiring something in us to prove people wrong. Like if you pick up a skateboard and and you you go out and skate, like you have nothing to prove. You're automatically this cool guy at the skate park. You have no one to you have no one to be afraid of. You don't have older people yelling at you. You don't have anything. But a scooter rider, you go to a skate park, and you always have a little bit of anxiety. Like man, people might not like me here, and that kind of inspires something inside I feel people that that pushes them to become a greater person and pushes them to like really show who who they are and, be, and also I think
0: scooter guys are the most open-minded people as well yeah like, like there's
1: obviously closed-minded people just like
0: every every everything else but I just feel like if you scooter you are okay with it you know what you're getting yourself into and that just like makes you just a better person because
1: every single scooter rider has a niche in their head that makes them okay with riding a scooter so we're all weirdos
0: there's a lot of room for innovation it
2: seems like too even when you're kind of describing like when skateboarding was more fresh in like the 70s was like there was no one understood it so everybody hated on it and then it allowed those guys to be more creative i feel like you guys are part of that first generation to really kind of raise the bar yeah on this
0: that's kind of our goal is just to make scootering accepted and i think it's working like like, yesterday we were in Albuquerque, and, like, there were some, like, upset skaters, but, like, who cares? Like, they, uh, I don't know, they were just, like, saying stuff, but... at same, uh, Yeah, like, they, you know, I, I just feel like people hate, but they hate because it's trendy. It's trendy to hate on a scooter rider, but, like, that same person at the end of the day isn't at their house saying, oh, oh, I, I hate scooters, but, you know what I
1: mean? Like, they're not sitting there plotting, it's just, like... It's so easy to go to somebody and be like... Suppose you're eating you're, you're eating a meal and it's so easy to be like, Yeah, this meal kinda sucks. You you think so? Be like, yeah, I don't like it very much and you agree on something and I feel like that's what that's what happens with skateboarding and scootering is it's just like skaters at the skate park have literally have nothing else to talk about. So they're like Scooter riding sucks and they're like, Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know.
2: <laughs> People hate what they can't understand too. <laughs> exactly. They like look at it and like, mm, it's not possible, it's stupid.
3: Yeah. So oh, well another question for you guys. Do y'all play Fortnite?
1: No. No. I, I tried.
3: That was, a, that was a quick note. I tried was like for like straight straight shot down a week. Hey,
1: I made it in the top 98 players in one game. So I think that's a, I think that means something. Good job, well. Like, I was the second to die. <laughs> I was the second to die. Not the first. Top 98. Mark Mark Lewis, top 98. Yeah. <laughs> not one, not two.
3: 98. Breaking um, rights. Evan Bicoli wants to know, are you guys ever going to do a Canadian tour?
1: Ooh. ooh, that'd be cool that'd be
0: super cool we're, we're trying to figure well since like our 2018 schedule is pretty booked up we are trying to figure out some stuff with vermin because um, we also are doing an Australian tour in December so also keep for a lookout for dates with that we're, we're trying to get everything figured out so we can go to a lot of places see all you guys but Canada tour is in the works but I don't know if it's going to be next year or I don't know I just don't want to go to Canada when it's really cold because we did that in Europe and it sucked
1: <laughs> if we're going to do a Canada tour we're also going to go to Alaska yep. that that's, that's would be, Dude, what's that'd be gonna dope yeah. yeah Anchorage Fairbanks yeah. all that stuff that's beautiful oh yeah
3: okay so here's, here's a question for both y'all since y'all both have been very successful putting out video edits what are y'all this is from Poopington He's got a hi Poopington he's got a Hank Hill uh, avatar <laughs> <laughs> so he's a winner um, but he wants to know are there any tips on making an edit what would you guys opinion be like for your trial thoughts?
0: and error And be yourself, don't, like, I don't know, I feel like if you do what everyone else is doing, and you, like, go off of, it's like copying someone's homework. Like, I don't know, it's not going to be the same. Like, if you make your own, if you make your own, if you do your own work, you do, like, you put the time in, you put the effort in, you spend time on it, you know, make it exactly what you want, that's really the only way that you're going to make it good exactly like Will's like he spent forever I feel like
1: I I feel like when when people tell you like you need to make it yours it what what that what that means is like making it yours is like you gotta you gotta find things in your edit that really mean something to you like suppose you're listening to a song when you're writing you listen to a song over and over and over that beat kind of gets stuck in your head and you kind of start doing motions to that beat without you even realizing it and then without you knowing your writing kind of matches up with the song like like not not like like not like step for step but it's like it, you kind of like begin like a style and a rhythm just like based on like how fast you think and like your reaction time and everything so it's like you kind of develop your own style through that so you really need to have a song that complements what what your writing looks like and the easiest way to do that is just to use songs that you honestly deep down like so that when you you go and you show somebody an edit you can be like you, you, you just be like oh well these are all my clips don't listen to the song though because the song sucks I've heard, I've heard that so many times but you gotta yeah. you gotta you gotta put out an edit where you're like I really like the song the song is sweet and what you could do to take it to the next level beyond that is to find parts in the song suppose they have a lyric like like in my in my video I have, I have several little things it's like like in in the in the part in the second part after I go to the eye there's this part where it's like what Tyler crater says all the al- all the albums are filling the void And when it says void I'm jumping over a big gap as if it's like a void so it's like you can kind of like sync up your 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 song with like your writing so that way it looks like in a weird way like you're dancing to the to like the song so it's like it's like if you watch like a music video all the dancers in it are like dancing to the beat and it's like a scootering is basically dancing except if you make the wrong move you're gonna fall and you're, you're, but you're still doing like body motions, and it's still like the, the motions yeah. of the body. So it's like you gotta really sync that with the music. And that's that's what strategy I take to every single Instagram clip. That's what strategy I took to my edit. That's what strategy I found to be really successful. Yeah, like don't, like don't just like
0: try to find a song and be like, oh, I'm gonna use Let the Body Set the Floor. I'm just gonna use that song, like whatever. <laughs> like I, like, I don't care. But if you go in and find a song that you really enjoy, like, um, I mean, I feel like a lot of people just go and just use, like, the typical dubstep, like, Skrillex song, and it just never Imagine makes the... Dragons. Yeah, exactly. Like, everyone just uses the exact same songs, and I feel like if you use something different than what you normally see in an edit, or really anywhere, it's it's going to make your edit stand out more than anywhere.
1: Something something that I, that I want to see somebody do at some point is, or something that I feel like would be, like, really beneficial to scootering, and this is for you guys in the live stream to, like, do, is, like... Suppose you have a friend who, who makes songs or is very into, like, singing or has an interest in making music. If you could somehow make music with them, like, for example, Clayton used this, this guy's music for his edit. And it's like, this guy is a scooter rider right here. And if we can have more scootering people in into, like, like, literally people who scooter making the music behind it, then it's like this process is 100% scooter-based. You won't get copywritten. Everything is based around scootering, and then it builds the scootering, like, like, that much more. Exactly, because it's just,
0: you know, you're, you're using all, everything you can possibly use and just making it
1: perfect
2: yeah creatively i think it makes a lot more sense too yeah. especially like you said if you're dancing with the song hypothetically then if you really vibe with that song you don't want to go with just some random banger off the radio like exactly like, just you so want to make it
0: like your music video like yeah. i that's what i kind of realized with an edit it's like rappers come out with music videos scooter riders come out with edits it's like our music video you know it shows like what we can do what we're capable of doing our creativity because you know the editing and everything like the the music editing the writing all of that goes into play mm-hmm. you know it's just like a music video and i feel like that really shows a person's personality the best way like their characteristics and you
2: guys do do a good job on the edits like as far as the transitions and stuff like that and keeping the attention because it's like you said you got to switch in between so even if yeah. you're watching it you analyze and figure out what's happening then you're like two seconds later yeah. it's like all right wait what
0: yeah it's all practice really i feel like a lot of people are like how do i edit how do you how do i do this it's just you just got to figure it out that's what me and will did like it's not like we went and took classes you know we we looked up how to do stuff on youtube you just yeah just use your brain be creative like there's there's google like use google to your advantage because any question you want to answer it's it's there literally now i'm saying like if you want to learn how to do something with an editing software like you want to learn how to like green screen something youtube you know all all the answers are there
1: you got to if you guys want to put out like quality scooter edits I'm gonna, I'm going to be completely straight with you guys. You guys don't go through like free phone apps to like do it. Like if you want your stuff to be legit, you're going to get what you pay for. If you want a good looking edit, you're going to have to buy a computer, you're going to have to buy editing software. Like Cam. there's no there's no way around that. Like there's no way I, I, you could just have your iPhone and be like be like, "Man, people aren't even going to notice this is filmed on an iPhone." Like, yeah, yeah, they will because you've noticed when other people do it and people like people are just as smart as you like you, you just gotta you gotta like i don't know just yeah just figure it out put in a lot of like put in some money because you'll get it back it'll be worth it
2: trial and error though that's what it comes Exactly. because
1: with all these resources we have we're all equal resources a lot of free resources
2: with youtube and google and stuff like that mm-hmm. it, it makes no sense for people to think like they're limited on funds or area or exactly. demographic like you could be in cedar rapids iowa and do this exact same thing exactly. you just gotta do it with your own style like some of the best, in the
0: like some of the best athletes in the world, come from the middle of nowhere. You know, like I feel like a lot of people have the excuse of like, oh, I live here, so I'm not able to do this. Like, I only had one skate park, and the only other close, the closest <laughs> skate park was like two hours away. So it's like you can't make
1: like you can't have excuses. It's just I feel like like also like I'm branching off of what Clayton just said. If I hear just what he said, like. Oh, I'm from this middle-of-nowhere place. There's no other scooter riders here. Like, like, I won't be able to get anywhere. Will, Clayton, you're so... Only reason you're successful is because you're from San Diego. Nope. And there's a lot of scooter riders there. And this is what I say to those kids every single time they say that. I'm like, you guys are the most fortunate of anyone. San Diego, scootering, been done. Like, everywhere that's like has big scooter communities, been done. But your little town where there's no scooter riders, never any scooter content, nothing is complete. Completely fresh content at your disposal never been and it's, done and it's how it's how you use it it's how you manipulate it you know it's 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 all just it, it's like one of my favorite thing is going to these like really rural and out there countries in europe because it's like if i film content out there fresh no one has touched that and that's like super intriguing to people so yeah i, I like i like doing that yep
3: makes sense so real real important question here uh Twin Boy Logan has another one and he wants to know. Right.
0: Has, it, it's paused due to poor connection. Oh, we're, we're back. We're back.
3: All right. All right. Twin Boy Logan wants to know um, Apple or Android?
1: So I'm definitely choosing Apple over Android. Um, I have always used Apple products. I really like Apple. And one of the reasons I like Apple so much is because I don't know if this is true anymore, but I know for a while. The, the upload quality on an Apple device to Instagram or not to YouTube but just to Instagram would be a higher quality like same with Snapchat same with other yeah. things so it's just a better device for uploading content to the internet but like honestly at the end of the day they're so similar like it's whatever you kind of grew up with it's every, whatever you're kind of used to I just think that all preference. I think that Apple handheld devices are a little bit more intuitive they're a little bit more clear and easy to use and the quality is very consistent, but it's like suppose you have an Android that uses a little bit different of a camera quality than like an iPhone, and when you uploaded something, it might look like the depth of field might look a little bit different, the The aperture might look a little bit different, it's not what people are accustomed to, but since 90% of people have iPhones, they're very used to what an iPhone produces, so it's very familiar, and you want familiarity in your content. Yeah. Like I use a desktop computer, and... Will always gives me
0: crap for it, but I I personally love desktops because I, like, me and my dad built my computer, so it's, like, really special, and I feel like with a desktop, there's a lot more you can put into it to make it a better computer, rather than with Apple, you kind of get what you get. Um, I mean, obviously, there's, like, the desktop computers, you can, like, add RAM, whatever, but... I feel like a desktop's more customizable, and I enjoy editing on a desktop more than an Apple computer. That's just that's just me, though. How actually. hard
1: is that editing on the road, then?
0: Oh, uh, well, I, I <laughs> had an, wait, 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 I what had What are an, you
1: using, what are you using now?
0: Okay, so, <laughs> when I travel, I use an Apple, but when I edit my edits, I, and when I'm home, I use my desktop, because you can't really take a desktop on the road. Well, you, 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 you could. Yeah, you could. That would suck. Like, you in do 2018,
2: it. if you were checking into a hotel with a desktop computer, they Think would... Think about eat. taking that yeah. on an airplane. Oh, dude, yeah. Yeah, I d- that. carrying that on. What, you know? if
3: to, what if they try to fold it?
2: They, <laughs> to, <laughs> they would try to fold it. My, <laughs>
3: Usher, can you take this apart for me, please? All right, on so the keyboard. real quick, um, before we wrap it up, is there anything else you guys want to uh, shout out to your to your peeps? You got
1: anything? I got something. You go first. I'll go second. All right, so... Basically, I just want to say to everyone, um, anything is possible in this world. I know it's very, 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 very cliche to say, but I'm being 100% straight with you guys. If you want something, like Made in Tokyo says, I want it, so I'm going to go get it. Like, If you want something and you be persistent, then you anything is achievable in this entire world. You just can't give up after the first time failing. You can't give up after the second time failing. You can't give up after the 10th time failing. You have to keep being, being persistent. And everyone else around you will always give up after those couple tries. And if you're the one that last them out and you're the one that, that does well, then you will you will 100% succeed over the time. And also another thing to realize is like, just because you don't have any natural skill at something doesn't mean that you can't be a wizard at it after a while. Like. Like for practice. me for me, I'm very a very uncoordinated person I'm, I'm honestly not built to be a scooter rider at all but like after years and years and years and years and years of putting in work and scootering I finally feel like I'm at the point where I'm actually a pretty decent scooter rider and that's like really accomplishing to me and I just feel like it's it's all how much persistence and work you put into something and not and sticking with things longer than just a couple months or a year or two years so actually sticking with things and you will go anywhere and that's not with scootering that's with anything in life don't make up excuses because excuses
0: are just going to put you down and i feel like a lot of people these days everything's so negative and everyone's mental state is negative and everyone always th- like everyone always thinks like cuz there's so many positive things like this is the positive Wait, there we go. Positive, and this is like the negative. And I feel like everyone is so focused on the negative and trying to figure out what they're doing wrong, but like, it's it's just a mental state. Flip around and look at everything positive. Look at everything that's going well in your life, and it'll just make you a happier person. Straight up.
2: Yeah, I say stick with it. A lot of people think it's it's easy and it happens overnight, and then they no, try it, they get exactly. after
1: and they get like they try it for like a month. You guys yeah, are to fail yeah. a lot. If you guys fail a lot, then you'll be successful. If Thanks. you fail, you're
2: doing it right. They're looking at people on social media and like, oh, well, he's doing it. It's got to be easy. It's like, You know ah. what?
0: He He's taking a photo in front of a Lambo. He must own the Lambo. He's doing well. Yeah. But that's not the case. Sorry, Ty Lopez. Yeah.
2: Awesome. <laughs> you want to wrap up? Oh, yeah, for sure. All right. Well, shout out to Undialed, man. I appreciate y'all coming through. And they, like they said... Black Friday, they have some big stuff going on at Undialed.co. So Black Friday, mark your calendar. Cyber Monday may even be bigger. Who knows? So I appreciate it. Thank you so much for coming out here. We're at XSM Global. It is officially a wrap. Clayton and Will, I appreciate it. <laughs> Y'all are awesome. That's a, that's a wrap. That's a wrap, boys. Peace sad, guys.